0: Again and welcome to driving theology. This is Mike, and uh, thank you for those of you who have join, been joining me on this journey of uh, uh, sifting through and regurgitating, regurgitating stuff that I've been uh, studying or listening to, or praying about, or thinking about, or or hearing about, or whatever, whatever that may be, on topics of Christology. Uh, ecclesiology and so forth, theology in general. Uh, you know, today I well, I never really try to plan specifically what I'm going to talk about. But maybe today, more than ever, I really don't have anything in mind. Um, there's so much going on in the world, and uh, really, so much is going on with with uh, the Christian life, this Christian life that we walk and. Uh, things seem to be changing so fast that uh, I think my head may be spinning a little bit. You know, there was a time when I started down this journey in about 2004 toward a less institutionalized uh, version of church. Uh, man, everybody around me pretty much thought it was crazy. Uh, nobody got it nobody understood it. Uh, nobody was thinking the same thing. Uh, and yet for me, it was sort of a sort of a lightning bolt moment, you know, in that I, I understood right away that there needed to be a different way that we were doing things and that I wanted to be a part of it. Now it took me a long time to to do that. It took me a long time to either get up to courage uh, and or just Find the right timing to to start walking uh, in those shoes, so to speak. But you know, finally, uh, through the grace of God, He has brought me to a, a point where uh, institutionalized church uh, is, you know, and as far as being a member of an institutionalized church, that is in my past and has been for uh, two or three years now. Um, so you know how my Christian life works out for the rest of the week is is still somewhat of a mystery. I mean, I'm just kind of living life. Uh, I, I you know I spend time with my family. I spend time with other believers, other disciples of Christ. I uh, I read uh, various books. Right now I'm, I'm I'm in the middle of Jesus Speaks. By Leonard Sweet and Frank Viola, and I would love to do a review for of that for you sometime soon, which will be good. Uh, and I, you know, I we have a f- couple of things that I do every week. A couple of things that are that always happen, and most, but most of the way that my Christian life plays out is just, you know, finding a way to integrate it into my life that already exists, exists. in other words, not to separate um, church and life, but rather integrate the two to where you can't really see where one starts uh, and the other begins. Uh, and that, you know, the, the word integral, right, uh, means uh, whole, I believe. It means you know something that is whole, uh, in other words, something that's not divided or compartmentalized, but something that is whole. And when you are a person of integrity, that means all of the parts uh, of your life complement each other and are not at odds with each other. In other words, there's no duplicity or, or uh, uh, no hypocrisy in your life. And that's, that's what integrity is. Uh, for example, you, you walk what you talk, uh, you live the way that you say other people should live and that's integrity. And so, uh, I've come to the, to the belief that most Christians, uh, not to sound judgmental because I, 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 I belong in there at different times of in my life, but, uh, most people compartmentalize their their religious life with their normal life. In other words, uh, this time is set aside for God, but the rest of the time is okay for me to do with what I want. It's sort of the the, the tithing of your church life. You know, you give God 10%, uh, but you, you uh, are able to use the other 90% in whatever way you see fit. And so, you know, with tithing, with money, that's what that's what you do, right? You, you use 10% to give back to God, uh, but the other 90% you do with whatever you want. Well, that, that may have worked in the Old Testament, uh, but I see it as more of a stop measure. It's the same reason I don't believe tithing is any, any longer a valid way to give now. Uh, it's because God doesn't want 10%. He doesn't want 20 or 30 or 40%. He doesn't even want 50%. He wants it all. In the same way that he wants your entire life, he doesn't want just Sunday uh, or or even uh, Sunday and Wednesday. He doesn't want that. He wants every day and every moment of every day. uh, He wants to be dedicated to him. He wants us to be people of integrity and as far as our relationship with Him. In other words, uh, we uh, give it all up for Him and use it all for His glory and to do His work. Uh, And so a a life of integrity is the life that I, I want to be seeking for and striving for and growing into and leaning into. Uh, I don't any longer want to, you know, just set aside a certain time to dedicate to God while the rest of it I dedicate de- dedicate to uh, my own whims and, and pleasures and desires. Now, have I achieved that yet? No, not even close. Um, but one way that I have chosen uh, to, to make that sort of happening is to... Uh, out institutionalized church. I, I want to stop uh, being uh, in an institutionalized body of believers. And so, you know, that's been difficult. I was born into an institution and for the better better part of 45 years, uh, my entire Christian life was lived out like everyone else where You know, God gets Sunday, maybe twice on Sunday, maybe a few meetings and weekends during the year, uh, Wednesday nights. But but really, the rest of the time, because I dedicate those times to him, he lets me do whatever I want on the rest of those days. And that, to me, is the the epitome of hypocrisy. It makes no sense. Uh, He really wants all of our life. And for us to give all of our life to Jesus is the best thing for us because that helps us live into the, the abundant life, a life that is abundantly overflowing with his love and grace. Uh, even in the midst of suffering and pain, uh, he is there suffering alongside of, uh, of us, alongside with us. Uh, and so in order to live into that, that worldview. The worldview that says you can't separate yourself from church. You can't separate church and your life any more than you can separate your own your own family and your church family. You can't separate those either. Uh, they are one and the same. That's the life I'm trying to live into. Um, it's a life that takes intentionality, you know, you have to intentionally rewire yourself and rework yourself or, or rather allow Jesus to, to reshape you and rework you uh, into a better vessel suited to that kind of a life of purpose. Um, and so for me, how that plays out I don't know yet because it hasn't played out yet. Um, but basically, I try to to meet with uh, those people that that God has given to disciple me or for me to disciple. I try to hang out with them. We try to share life together as much as possible, meeting you know three or four times a week. And what God has done uh, is that. One of the places that I work three times a week is also where many of those people are often, and and, and some of them have been brought into my, uh, been brought into my my job. My family. I hire some of them. Some of them work for me. Uh, some of them I work for. One of them is even uh, my boss, uh, Pat, who's been on the uh, the show before, uh, is in is part of that and. And so we just try to sur- surround ourselves with people as we're working or, or uh, you know, as we're in our home or whatever, with, excuse me, uh, with those people who God is, has given me. And one of the ways I know God has, has asked me to be a more, uh, a more um, more of a, a constant presence in their life is that God has led them to to work with me. You know, God has given me opportunities where I'm going to be around them more, um, and so I kind of, I, I try to be open to places where God is leading me to to spend more time in you know whether it's work or whatever, uh, even play and things like that. Uh, because I see them as, as God showing me who he's leading me to, or who he's leading to me. Um, and so pretty much all the people right now that that are surrounding my life, on several days a week at least, uh, I treat as those people who God has led me to. Um, and so, yeah, that's that's kind of where I'm at now. Just trying to see how that plays out and, and how to work with that and work into that. And, and uh, yeah, as a matter of fact, we're just coming out of summer break and summer break kind of hits me in different waves because I work at so many different schools. Uh, so when my when my schedule is up and running, I'm pretty busy on four days a week. Um, when my schedule is down at the lowest point, I really only work uh, three days a week, and even just very part-time on those three days. And then there's something between those two, more of a medium work week. Uh, And so summer vacation kind of goes from summer vacation back to normal schedule in phases. And this week I'm on the last phase before a completely normal schedule starts. Next week with college classes and things like that. Start up from the fall next week. Um, So yeah, I'm not. I really don't have anything in my life right now that I do religiously. Uh, I try not to be obligated in any of the ways that that I live because obligation only becomes necessary when you're not led. When you allow the Lord and the Holy Spirit to lead you into every facet uh, of his relationship with you, of your relationship with him, then you, you gladly can take part in the things knowing that he's not gonna ask a routine of you. Or knowing that it, you know, that he's, he's, he's paying attention to that. He's, he doesn't want you to feel like you're stuck in a rut. He doesn't want you to do things out of obligation, uh, as much as out of gratitude and love. Uh, and so, you know, right now I I have a few things, a few scheduled things, uh, as far as, um, you know, gatherings and things like that, that, that we do every week. Uh, but I also reserve uh, the right to follow his leading and not do that, you know, sometimes uh, to to do something different, to, to you know, lean into something different. So, uh, so yeah, that's that's kind of uh, what I'm striving for. I'm, I'm, I would like it if someone looked at my life and wouldn't know uh, how to define. My life, other than my my life in the ecclesia, but my entire life you could define as ecclesia. Now again, I'm not there yet, you know, and it's it's going to be a a long long haul. You know, the day I achieve that will probably be the first day of of my life in a new body. (laughs) Um, But I know it's 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 that's the desirable life. uh, A life that is completely led from beginning to end uh, in accordance with the Lord's will by the Holy Spirit through the divine life of Jesus Christ. Uh, uh, Problems at this point with me are you know, when, when I Problems with this, I could probably point to a few things. One of them uh, would be my physical condition. You know, if I'm a little bit sleep deprived, as I am right now, unfortunately. I slept well last night, but not a couple nights before that. Uh, Actually, I got some coffee. I should drink that. Uh, uh, and when I get sleep deprived, I. Uh, couple things happen, I get lazy and I want to veg out and sit down and watch TV. And that's something I unfortunately catch myself doing in those situations. Uh, Netflix is horribly addicting and some of the shows on there are just crazy, but uh, that'll happen. And then also, um, you know, if I'm not feeling in shape and those things go together, if I'm, Exercising, I tend to sleep better. Uh, and so lately, last couple of weeks, anyway, I haven't really exercised a lot. I got got back on it today, so it's one of the reasons I'm kind of tired. I hit it kind of hard today. Um, uh, but yeah, I just get lazy, you know. And when I get lazy, I just wanna just wanna sit and not think, and I wanna you know munch on chips and watch TV, uh, and that's that's a bad combination actually instead of working out and some of the other stuff lately i've been been doing a lot of cleaning like special cleaning my wife and uh, family were gone for about a week uh, so i was at home and i decided to rearrange and clean our bedroom so she came back to a, a completely more or less completely cleaned the bedroom and rearranged the bedroom and it was it's real nice i liked doing that for her another thing i didn't I've been doing the last several weeks. I think it's finally done, but it's cleaning out my shed in my shop. I've got a small shed that really has just been a junk pile. And so I've been able to take stuff out to the dump and really get that cleaned up to where I can actually walk inside of it and it can be a functional shop, not just a storage shed for junk. Did that and also cleaned out our entryway at our house here in Japan, we don't wear shoes in the house, and so all the shoes are kept in a in a closet next to the entryway. And that was just overrunning and, and kind of you know overrun with lots of shoes we don't even wear anymore. The kids have outgrown them, or they've got holes in them, or they've got multiples of this or that. And so anyway, this last couple of weeks, I took some time and cleaned that totally up. Uh, I'm not a person that is a routine cleaner. I I'm really bad at that kind of stuff, but when it comes to, you know, obsessing over something to clean and just going for it, I can do that. Uh, that's something I, uh, I tend to obsess over it and just spend all my time doing that for a certain amount of time until it's done. And then I'll start piling stuff up again. It's ridiculous. Um, uh,. You know, all of those things are part of getting your life in order. You know, and I feel like the Lord has been leading me in the last couple of weeks to get some of those parts of my life in order. You know, clean house a little bit, out with the old uh, and misused, and, and you know, out with the clutter. Uh, do do with less, make do with less. You know, I feel like life is cluttered with stuff. Uh, and that's the materialistic part of me that sometimes runs rampant, rampant. Uh, so yeah, I've been able to just attack some of that stuff and clean it out. And, uh, hopefully I'm not doing that so I can buy a bunch of new stuff. I need to resist that. Uh, cause I do like to, do like to buy stuff. Um, Maybe more than other people. Some of the stuff I've been buying for lately, uh, I'm going to be doing some. Uh, being doing, be doing a hike, uh, a hiking trip, a, a backpacking trip for four days, uh, volunteering with my daughter's school. They get the juniors, the junior junior class, uh, every year goes on what they call a wilderness hike, and they do some orienteering uh, and just general mountaineering, camping, and leadership training. Uh, And they all have to go and there's about 56 kids and we'll be separated into four or five groups or six groups or seven groups even. Uh, And I'll be uh, kind of sponsoring one of those groups. Uh, And so I'll uh, take several days off and uh, go into the woods basically uh, with these kids. Uh, But in preparation for that, I need to get in a little better shape and I need to buy some, some sturdier, better gear. Uh, and that's, that's just like Christmas for me. I, I love stuff like that. I like, I like hiking gear and outdoor gear and all those kinds of things. And so, uh, maybe that's why I've been doing so much cleaning so I can find what I'm missing. In fact, I've been missing a piece of my, of my kit, uh, that I cannot find anywhere. It's driving me crazy. I'm obsessed over trying to find that. That one, it's a, it's a poncho, it's a rain poncho. Man, I just can't find it anywhere that drives me crazy. I've been obsessing over that. Part of the reason I've been cleaning so much is trying to find that one piece of gear that I could easily replace, but I just don't want to spend the money to replace it. Because it's, the way I remember it, it's still a great piece of gear, but it's gone. It has gone the way of the doo. do uh, So anyway, yeah. Um, Yeah, I tend to be a lot better at the special stuff. You know, I'm more of a less of a routine guy and more of a special meetings kind of guy. Uh, and perhaps that, you know, there are advantages to that. Uh, There are disadvantages for sure. Uh, It means I'm not a, a great maintainer of cleanliness or orderliness but if I can sit down one moment and just go crazy and obsess over it, I can organize stuff. But keeping it organized is a weakness of mine. Um, so pretty much stuff piles up and then I attack it all at once and get it back to a manageable, manageable size. I realize I'm rambling and I've totally gone off the subject. Um, but yeah, that's just kind of the stuff I've been doing lately be back to my full routine of work next week and, and begin again trying to figure out, um, you know, just just how this life that the Lord has put me in and that I have chosen for myself, uh, how He will lead me into integrating Him, uh, integrating Jesus more and more uh, into into my life so that The two shall become one at some point. You know that's what Jesus is doing with us and with His Church. Uh, He is preparing us right now for the for the moment when we shall become one with Him. Indeed, Uh, right now we, you know, we we disciples of Jesus are one with Him in a sense. Uh, We are in His body. We have, we have put on, we have clothed ourselves with Jesus. Uh, his spirit is in us, and so in a lot of ways, we are, are and have become one with him, but in the sense that when, when he culminates everything into himself, when he reconciles the world uh, to himself, uh, the world will become completely one with him in purpose, in identity uh, and all those things we will become one with Him uh, completely without any possibility of, of ever uh, separating from Him you know, He will do that for us completely one day and until that point we are learning to grow closer and closer to Him learning to desire that oneness with Him uh, learning to be led by Him and to be filled by Him uh, and to live by Him, uh, that's the process we are in now. Uh, and so, you know, this this desire to be one with Him, for my life uh, to be lived uh, by His will and not my own, is something that He is doing in us, in this world, as we speak, and He is separating the wheat from the chaff uh, that's the process we were in, you know, the, the world became corrupted, and so he is refining the world again to become a pure uh, ore, if you will, uh, a, a pure gems again, and he is, he is weaning out and taking out and extracting the impurities which will be destroyed uh, so that we can be pure again as we were meant to be created so that we can be truly human without the corruptness uh, that satan and our own wicked desires ushered into the world uh, and that integratedness of life uh, is yes it's what he's doing in the world but it's what we should be um, we should be longing for as well You know, we should be longing for what he longs for. He longs to be one with us, so we should long to be one with him. Uh, And be, you know, praying for him to do that in us little by little or a lot by a lot. Then I wish it would just happen all at once now. Uh, That would be, uh, you know, just utterly blissful. Um, But unfortunately, you know, what I found myself about myself is that I you know, I, I take one step forward and two steps back sometimes and, and I can't be trusted to make that happen on my own, in fact I have no hope uh, I have no hope to make myself one with Jesus, only he can do that for me and yet I want to desire that you know, I, I want to desire for myself what he desires for me to desire none but Him. And I think if I can get to the point where I desire none but Him, then the rest of my life will happen uh, as it should and in accordance with His will. Uh, And I won't have to make it happen at all. I just need to get out of the way. That's That's basically our calling, is to get out of the way and let Jesus do with us what he wills and what he needs, you know, what he wants to do. Rather, instead of what he needs, but what we need. Our only hope is that Jesus Jesus do for us what we can't do for ourselves. That's our only hope. Uh, You know, to say that Jesus is our only hope is a bit trite, cliche, Uh, and yet just like most of the, the the most uh, overused cliches out there, they, they become cliche because they are so utterly true. Uh, not all of them, obviously. This one is. you know, Without Jesus, there is no hope. Because only Jesus can do for us what we can't do for ourselves. Um, so my prayer is that Jesus' church longed for Him as much as He longs for us. That's my prayer for you, and that's my prayer for uh, myself. And so your everyday life, you know, what you're doing this moment, uh, what you're going to be doing in five minutes and in an hour, uh, and then this time tomorrow, find 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 a part of your life that you can you can say lord i'm going to give that up to you i'm going to i'm going to subjugate this part of my life to your will and so jesus tell me lead me into that into using that part of my life in whatever way you desire and if i need to take that part of my life out I need to change my life and help me change my life. Lord, I'm going I'm to give you this, this time or this section uh, or this activity. I've decided that that Lord is going to be used for you. And so take it over and, and help me to hear your voice guiding me uh, in that aspect. And then once, once the Lord has be, begun uh, working in, in that area that you have given Him free reign and, and surrendered to Him, uh, you know, maintain that, but then go to the next one. You know, go to the next part. Uh, for me right now, I'm not sure. I'm not sure which part that would be. I mean, I, I, I kind of live my life in a very eclectic manner, right? I do stuff all over the board. I do, you know, I do music and I do uh, outdoor sports, and I'm kind of a contradiction in a lot of ways uh, of who I am. So I know that there are a lot of a lot of aspects that I could turn over to Jesus. Uh, but Choosing which one to start off with, I don't know yet. Uh, Something I'll I'll think about. You know, on the on the overview kind of from the overview position, I, I, I really want my entire life to be integrated with the mind of Christ. But I suppose I could choose one. As I was just talking about, maybe I should choose one uh, that I'm going to begin praying and, and perhaps fasting about uh, and asking God to to teach me how he wants to better use that aspect of my life. I think I'll do that. Hmm. Could be interesting. Uh, anyway, for those of you who have been listening or who listen from time to time, uh, I realize sometimes I, I post all of these at once and I, I plan on doing that. I think I have four or five podcasts that I haven't posted yet. Sorry about being inconsistent with that. Uh, my schedule's been off the last several weeks, as I said. Uh, but my, my uh, routine, at least my work routine, will be back up and running uh, next week. And so I'll try to be more consistent and post one every week. Um, but thank you for listening. Uh, and I ask for your prayers. Um, and would love to hear about you know your your opinions about things I say or write, and what you think about them, and and uh, and uh, whether they've helped you or whether you think I uh, I you know, making some mistakes. Uh, I would love to hear it. Any kind of feedback would be I would be grateful for. And uh, yeah, may you learn uh, even in just a little way to better integrate your life with the mind of Christ. And again, thanks for listening and bye-bye.